All right, Questers, welcome back to another episode here at Success Quest. I am Caleb Bai. I am your host today. And today we have a really awesome special guest speaker. He is a manual therapist. He's had TED Talks. He has helped hundreds of American vets get back on their feet. And he is the sole writer of The Catalyst Experience. Um, I welcome to you Kevin Rose, everybody. Woo! Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, this is the pleasure is all ours. We are so excited to have you here today. Um, manual therapy, like th- we haven't had a manual therapist on here before, so I guess like you're you're very unique so far on the podcast. Right. Groundbreaking, man. <laughs> yeah, groundbreaking. This is <laughs> uh, we really are here. Very excited to um, questers. I actually had the chance to talk with Kevin before previously on a, a phone call. We got to know each other a little bit more. He helps people with stress. And I'm going to let him go ahead and introduce a little bit of himself and a little bit of his background. Well, uh, as you said, I'm a manual therapist. I've done body work with my hands for 25 years. Um, And in that time, I've worked with tons and tons of stress. So um, inevitably, when I'm working with somebody, I'm also working on myself. So this is also my quest. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) You know, really change my reaction to stress and learn uh, how to do it because uh, we're not taught really how to to de-stress you know you're given techniques but just imagine if you were taught from birth uh, just some simple technique that you could let go of stress you can't make it disappear right but you can counterbalance it and so that's what I've spent my career doing is is really trying to um, find the most simple solutions to counterbalancing stress I, I I find that so amazing, by the way, your mission to help counterbalance stress, because it's true. Like you, you don't go to school and they have this course on how to balance stress in your life. You know, it's not, that's not something that comes as common as maybe it should, you know, especially yeah. in those high school years when you're facing the rest of your like, oh, wow, this is what stress really is like. And this is what the rest of my life's going to be in college and in relationship building. It's not there. And so this is, this is an important topic. Um, how many years have you been doing this for? Uh, well, I've been doing this, I've been doing the really concentrated work for about 25 years, but you know, to be quite honest with you, since I was 12 years old, my grandmother taught me this technique and, you know, after she taught me that technique, it really changed my trajectory with how I reacted and responded to stress. And at the time, you know, I didn't really pay attention. It was just something she showed me and something I did. I had no idea the ramifications um, that would come from it. So. Wow. Wow. See, then yeah. this is another thing I'm getting excited for Questers is this technique he wants yeah. to show us and he's going to practice on me here in a bit. Um, let's go. Let's dive a little bit into your, your background. Um, so have you, you always decided you want to be a therapist, kind of like the dream when you were a kid? <laughs> no, not at all, man. I was in the uh, tropical plant business for a lot of years. I was wow. a sailor and retailer. I ran a company in the Northeast for a lot of years and, uh, really didn't have any desire to do it, to be quite honest with you. Uh, and what, sorry about that. I just got an alarm. Um, once, um, when my career as a tropical plant broker ended, I was bored and I had nothing to do. And so my uh, friend of mine at the time said, Hey, you got great hands. Why don't you be a massage therapist? So like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Compliments your hands. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like Okay. Nice. And so that was where I started, man. It was just really random. I was well, that, that, something to do. 
<laughs> that is really random, though. I mean, yeah, I, okay. I guess that's a compliment to you, right? I've never had anyone in my life compliment my hands, so that's well. I mean, to be fair, it was a good <laughs> friend of mine who I actually gave gave them a massage, right? Oh, so, got it. Right, right, right. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it just went from there. And once I started learning more about the human body and physiological just structure and function. I then became enamored with it because our bodies are just these incredible, miraculous structures that that do so many things that we have no idea um, the amount of things they do. Right? I crazy, mean, it is crazy. It really is. Yeah, it's mind blowing. Absolutely, man. And so, and so, going into manual therapy, you were like, okay, you know, I am actually pretty good with my hands, and you're getting you're getting interested in the human body and the structure and how it works. Is that how you evolved into kind of like the, the catalyst project, right? This whole, this whole thing, you wrote a book, you have a website where you help people understand stress more on an emotional scale rather than just physical, right? You kind of go into more depth about it. Um, it how did it evolve into that? Um, I'll try to give the uh, shortest version, but <laughs> it really started about five years after I was a massage therapist and it's when 9-11 hit. And at that time, I mean, that was an incredibly intense time. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure you weren't quite an adult yet. No. But <laughs> all, the, all the dynamics of that time affected everyone. And I was sitting on a beach, and I heard really clearly in my mind, you're to develop a program um, for combat veterans because we're getting ready to go to war. Wow. And literally two weeks after that, I started working with this doctor who did free programs for combat veterans and, and in watching and working with them, we could get them to relax, but they would always pop right back up into that stress level. So I knew there had to be something more. And so literally for 10 years, I, I kind of wandered around aimlessly looking for that thing while doing my, you know, my, while doing my regular work. And um, it just, I had the opportunity to work with a lot of different therapists. This doctor I worked for trained therapists from all over the world. And I started working uh, with this one woman who worked with wolves hands-on. And she would actually work with them to help heal their, whatever their uh, injuries were. So she did a class where we were working, learning how to work with captive wild animals um, hands-on. So we, I went to this place called Wolf Park, and I walked into this enclosure after having some classes. And as we walked into this 30-acre enclosure, this, I looked down a hill, and this pack of wolves comes charging up the hill. Wow. Now, <laughs> this place, Wolf Park, is an ethology park where they actually study wolves in their quote-unquote natural habitat. And so I was in with a couple of the trainers or a couple of the, the scientists, actually, that, that work there. But these wolves came flying right up at me and their tongues are hanging out and they start bumping and growling. And because <laughs> oh my, my energy is like heightened and I'm challenging the hierarchical situation. Right. So I didn't know what to do. But in my mind comes my grandmother's voice. You know what to do. And so I start using this technique. Right. Ground myself, which means bring yourself in the present moment. And as I did, the wolves just walked away. So it was almost like I snapped my fingers and they were gone. So I was like, wow, that's incredible. Wow. That just happened. So 
I thought, well, let's see if I can replicate it. So I started bringing my, get myself all freaked out again in my head. And sure enough, the wolves came right back in around me and started bumping and growling. So I used the grounding technique and once again, they dissipated. And after this, I was like, oh, that's the dynamic. That's it. And they actually started coming up one at a time and let me work hands on with them. Wow. And I knew at that point, because I had been looking for a way to address this fight, flight, freeze response of combat veterans that seemed to be stuck, I knew this was my in, for lack of better words. And ironically enough, the place, Wolf Park, was located in Battleground, Indiana. So I immediately start looking for a place to work with alpha predators because I wanted the same dynamic. Long story short, I work um, with a animal sanctuary. Uh, in Apaca, uh, Florida, where I live. And I started doing this program, um, bringing my friends and coworkers to it. And basically what happens is I'll have them think of something stressful. And then we walk into, there's like an airlock area into the enclosure, not inside the fence, but as you're, you're on the other side of the fence and as the animal, um, as when they're there, I'll have the person raise their stress level. And as they do, the animal will re react and respond. They'll start growling. They'll move away. They'll start pacing. Then I'll teach this simple technique. And as soon as the person calms, they get to watch the animal calm as well. Wow. And so that's really the, the, the long and short of it. I mean, it's really um, animals live in their senses. And so I rely on them um, to help me help these other people. So as the, as the stress comes up, they react. As the stress goes down, they react. And interestingly enough, after I started doing this program, literally like a week later, the woman that owns the facilities was commenting how much the animals had settled down because now they knew they have a job. And these are all rescue animals. We work really closely with Florida Fish and Wildlife and USDA on um, surrenders and confiscations and things. So um, we have tons of animals. So now they have a job and it's, it's remarkable when I come just alone or with a client, how they react and respond. That's, that's incredible. That's such yeah. an amazing story, especially finding like that aha moment, that like correlation with seeing how these animals react with the emotions of people and using that to show yourself like, Hey, this is how you de-stress this is how you calm down and look at the result and they can see that physically that's amazing i can't it's it's amazing that you you came across that and that you you said you learned this from your grandmother at a well, young yeah the original grounding technique i learned from my grandmother so it's, wow. uh, it's when you say how how did how, when did you develop this it's yeah. been like yeah. you know like i'm 53 so it's been 40 years in the making really wow and, and obviously, when you were a kid, you didn't realize how no. beginning the ramification. And now it's literally what's helping you and helping hundreds of your veterans and clients. And it's amazing. That's I, I really commend the work that you've been doing because it's it's important to understand stress and how to um, de-stress. And I, I'm sure now all the questions, including myself, we're all like, man, what, <laughs> what is this technique? I'm so excited to learn it. And you keep saying grounding technique. Is that is that because referring to grounding yourself? Yes. Yes. So we're electrical beings, right? And if you, you think about it, if there's a, in any electrical current, if there's a live wire, then everything spins out, right? There's electricity spurting everywhere. But if you have a ground wire, 
everything stays in that, you know, where it's supposed to be. That's better. awesome. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm excited. And I, I, I was telling you before I didn't, the questers weren't there to hear, but um, questers, I, I've been getting myself really stressed out lately just for <laughs> this moment, you know, like let's, let's go for it. Uh, I'm super excited. You, would you mind just going ahead and, and showing me what that technique is? And then we no, absolutely. Details later. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So do you have something to drink near you? I do actually, I do have okay. a cup of water. So that's perfect. perfect, perfect, perfect. All right. So here's how we're going to start. What I want you to do is first of all, just feel yourself sitting in the chair. All right. Notice yourself sitting in the chair and I want you to start thinking of something stressful. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So many things came to mind. <laughs> Fine. Think of them all. You got them? Uh, yeah. All right. Now, as you're thinking about them, let them roll around in your mind a little bit. And as you're thinking about them, where do you feel that begin to translate in your body? So maybe your shoulders tight. Yeah. Head, I was about to say, like, it's like higher upper chest, this area, my throat almost. I get kind yeah. of like, yeah. Yeah, right on. So you begin to feel that thought pattern happening, manifesting in your body, right? So I want you to quantify that. Zero out of 10. Zero being no stress. 10 is excruciating stress in this moment as you're thinking about it and as you feel your body. Where are you? I would say I'm a four. Okay. I was a three. I'm climbing a little okay. bit, you know, thinking about it more, you know, it's, it's kind yeah, of <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want you to wiggle your toes a little bit. I'll tell you more about that later. And I want you to pick up the glass, right? And I want you to feel it in your fingers. Really bring your awareness to your fingertips. As you're holding it, notice the texture of it. Is it cool? Is it warm? I want you to take a drink. And as you drink, taste the water, smell the water, listen to the water going down your throat. And really bring your awareness back to your fingers again, right? Really notice the glass, wiggle your toes a bit. Now quantify the stress level again. Oh, I didn't even, I wasn't even really thinking about it, honestly. About one, two? Okay, so check it out. Literally in what did you say, 20, 30 seconds, we went from a four down to a two, maybe a one. Now, a lot of people say, well, you're just distracting me from the stress, but that's not true. The stress actually brings you out of your body and it ungrounds you. It brings you into your mind because you start thinking about stuff, which then generates more stress, which then translates to your body. If you utilize stress as your biological cue, which it is, to begin engaging all five senses at once, what that does, it brings you back into your body. And it takes that strong dynamic off of stress. I, I will say something, question. This is that was really interesting. Uh, the wiggling my toes and wiggling my fingers, or yeah. looking at my fingers. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say the wiggling your toes. I was. Um, that's really just to bring your awareness all the way down through your body. That's yeah. It. That's all. That's. Cool. I, I thought I found it so intriguing, and, and this is what I thought was interesting because at first I thought that I was like, man, he's just distracting me, right? Yeah. I was, I was getting really into it, but. If you were distracting me, I would have felt the immediate stress return, I feel like, you know, right, right afterwards. But I actually don't even feel that stress right now. Like, I feel like actually I started declining and now I'm at zero. Like, I don't feel that stress anymore. It's kind of weird. I feel like. Right. Now, as you're, as you're, as you're sitting explain. there, as you're sitting there, start thinking about that stressful situation again. Like, bring it into your mind. I want you to notice how you're having to work harder. Yes, I was about to say that. Right? Yep. That's yep. crazy. I was like, it's, it doesn't feel like I can re make that right. moment come back as easily. 
That's right. crazy. Because you've, you've literally created a new neural pathway. Here's the thing. Your body wants to keep you on the planet, and it's going to find anything it can to do that. All right? And so if you show it something that works really well, it will adopt it quickly. And that's wow. all you did. That's all you did. You just literally changed. You created a new neural pathway by doing that. What the heck? Right? Okay, that was that was actually very intriguing. I, I that yeah. that's inquestors. Try that out. That was that was awesome. Because I'm sitting here now. I'm like, wow. I don't feel that stress. I was thinking like I was thinking about a stress that's really getting me right now. You know, it's yeah. pretty. It's hitting home, sure. and it it declined and now i don't really feel it like right what is the science behind that like <laughs> so, so listen to the think about it this way if i ask you if you're hungry what do you do eat if you're thirsty what do you do drink if you're sleepy what do you do sleep those are all biological cues that are being cued by your body to say hey do this all right now, if I ask you, what do you do when you're stressed, right? You got to think about it. You can't really give me a straight answer. If I <laughs> ask a million people about the hunger, thirst, and fatigue, what they did, I would get the same answer pretty much across the board, right? right. But if I ask a million different people, what do you do when you're stressed? I get a million different answers. Really, all this is is a biological cue, stress and pain, biological cue. And all your body is asking you to do is come back down inside and experience it. But what we do is we go into our heads and try to figure it out because nobody ever showed us this. Yeah. And it, the beauty and simplicity, right? The, yeah. the ability that we have to overcomplicate things because you're, you're pointing out hunger, thirst, right? Those are easy answers, right? Like hunger, yeah. thirst. But for some reason, stress becomes subjective when in yeah. reality, it is, it is clearly very objective. It's very simple. You know, it, yeah. there are easy things you can do to overcome that. That's very intriguing. Um, yeah. And it's really, it's, you know, it's no different. The, the, uh, um, the body doesn't discern between good, bad, right, wrong. It just reacts, right? Ooh, I like that. And stress, and stress is just something that happens. We can't, we don't just eat once, drink once, sleep once, and then it's done, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> every, day, every day we do the same thing over and over. And we're not going to just do this technique one time and then stress is done. Stress will always be there. Pain will always be there. But what this does is it creates a counterbalance, just like eating, drinking, and sleeping. I love that. And it's also like, because the easy answer for eating and sleeping and, and drinking or those questions you were asking me previously, they're so easy because you do them all the time. You answer them right. with a simple answer every time you get hungry or thirsty or sleepy. And when you get stressed, this will become an easy answer if you practice that, right? Like that's the idea behind this. I am constantly wiggling my toes. I wear a couple of necklaces, um, not as a fashion statement, but I can feel <laughs> them touching my chest. And I can also hear them clicking. And when they do that, that is my cue. Oh, wiggle your toes, engage all your senses. And I've gotten wow. to the point where when I get stressed, that's the first thing that happens. Now, look, it doesn't always work incredibly well right. because right. we get caught up. But here's what I'll tell you. In the back of my mind, there's always a, a voice saying, you know you have a different option here, right? I may choose not to take it, and that's free will but I always have the option. Wow. 
Uh, that's incredible. And now I'm trying to imagine myself in the scenario where you're taking people to the enclosures and you're having them perform these type of techniques in front of animals. Like you were saying tigers. Oh my right. gosh. Like, yeah. so what is it about being stressed that causes that in an animal to react and growling and pacing and such like they live in their senses all the time. They have to. That's what, that's how they protect themselves. They protect their territory by being in their senses. As human animals, we don't, we're in our senses all the time, but we're figuring things out. The difference is animals are always in the present moment, right? You don't see an animal. Yeah. I mean, it's always in the present moment. And so um, because they use their senses, they're heightened to a, to a place that, that, we could actually be as humans again, but we would have to apply um, right. the playing with technique, you know, in order that's, to get That's there. incredible. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I think it's hard for people to realize like, yeah, we can compare ourselves to animals in that way. You know, if they, yeah. if they are g- tapping into all their senses, you know, why can't we? And now mm. the question is like, what are the benefits of just constantly being in, tapped in, into your senses? Like, I imagine that's also really hard to do all the time, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, you, it, it, it's, it's a practice, right? It's, it's a practice. But the beauty about it is you don't have to sit and wear silly clothes on top of a mountain and chant in order to get there, right? <laughs> you know, you can do this anywhere all the time. I'm talking to clients and I'm doing it. I'm driving in the car and I'm doing it. So it just, it just takes that, that application. And in the same way it takes that application, if you do it consistently, when you get stressed, that will become your go-to because you created this new neural pathway that leads you to that place. Wow. And so now I'm curious too, if I am becoming stressed, right? So animals obviously can feel that because they're constantly tapping into their inner senses, right? And I'm, I'm stressed out, but let's say there are no animals nearby. It's just humans. It's just family. And I'm stressing out. Will that affect them without me being verbal about it? Can they, can people feel that my negativity? Yes. So in my opinion, but I'll use the phenomena uh, physics phenomena called resonance. Are you familiar with that? I am not, please. Okay. So resonance um, if there, if you have two, here's, here's an example, you have two guitars and they're in the same room and they're tuned to the same, uh, at the same level, you can go over and pluck the E string on one guitar and the E string on the other guitar will begin making that sound because anything wow. tuned to the same frequency will begin to oscillate in unison with the, with this frequency. All right. So that's called resonance. Another example is uh, airplanes. So they have to attune the metal of an airplane to a different frequency than the engine is. Or if they don't, the, in, the plane will shake apart because of the oscillation that happens due to that. What? I didn't know that. That's crazy. <laughs> Absolute. And it's called resonance. So think about wow. we are electrical beings, right? We are putting out frequencies. We're emitting frequencies. We're we're taking in frequencies. And so you can be in a room with a total stranger and you can tell if they're in a bad mood, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes and you can it, just... Ugh. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be on their face. You can just tell. You can... Because you can feel it. It's, you know, it's, it's interesting because we've come to a place in society where 
we have to have data and statistics to prove mm-hmm. that it's real, right? But if you just pay attention, you can discover that it is real. I'll stand in the line at the grocery store sometimes, and if you know people start getting crazy, right? They get angry because they have to wait. I start grounding myself, and what happens is it literally affects everyone around. What? Yeah, that's, in, that's incredible. Because of resonance, we're all attuned to calm. We're all attuned to 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 relaxation. And so if I'm putting that out, what it's doing is it's creating that in the other person to be aware that that's going on. Does that make sense? No, yeah, that, that totally makes sense. That's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. I love that because I, I immediately think to other forms, like maybe I didn't know how to ground myself, like this technique that you were teaching me, but I've had experiences like where, I, for example, like I'll be in, I'll be in a situation, heavy traffic, okay? Mm. I'm in traffic, right? And... I'm, I'm obviously feeling it. I actually just recently I was in four and a half in traffic for four and a half hours, just Ugh. trying to get from point A to point B. It's usually 30 minutes and I, it was yeah. just worse, right? It was just the worst. And I could feel I was surrounded by diesel trucks and people, everyone was on edge. And then there was this one car and I passed them and I look over and the guy's smiling in his car. Mm. And I was like, I don't know why, but that made me feel so much better. You know, yeah. like it was, it was a weird exactly. thing where I was like, yeah. I like the fact that he's smiling right now. And it kind of yeah. made, it made me want to smile. I was like, and I, I thought about that. I was like, smiling does do a lot and it's right. so simple, you know, yeah. and it, it affects other people. I, I've always wondered like how, and th- this resonance idea that that's incredible. I really love that concept. Yeah. It's remarkable. It's not mine. It's, it's a physics phenomenon. Right. So, exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, and it's, uh, but it, it does explain why we affect each other. And so, and because animals are so in tune with their senses, it really affects them. Um, yeah. They can pick it up. Now, um, people have said, well, you know, if you're bringing stress, doesn't it bother these animals? But we've kind of created a partnership and they, yeah. know that, that they know that I'm a buffer for them, right? And so I'm on their team just like I'm on the, the other person's team. So uh, it, creates a, it creates a nice dynamic where they enjoy doing the work, it seems, yeah. right? Uh, but I, they're, I, not, they're not stressed out. Yeah, and I actually imagine that it's probably better for them because it more reflects how they would be living in their real environments, right? It's not all Absolutely. roses and daisies, you know? They need right. to have those senses sharpened just as much as Absolutely. we do. And you're, yeah. you're providing that for animals and for people. I think that's amazing. Um, yeah. I, is that the goal then, like with what you've been teaching and talking about the senses with animals, is that kind of like what we should be focused on diving deeper into our own personal senses? I mean, listen, I, I, I'm tired of the violence in this country and all over the world. And it's the only thing I know that can counterbalance that. And wow. I know what it does for me. I know what it does for my clients. And when my clients do it, what happens now, it begins to multiply, right? And so if we're going to change where we are on this planet, yes, this is what we have to do. That's, that's my belief anyway. It's, it's incredible because when you talk, there's a certain passion behind it, especially right mm-hmm. there in that moment. Yeah. And I almost... I, I want to dive in deeper as sure. to why you you care. You know, like, it's, it's funny because there's so many people out there who 
who don't, you know, and they're not, they're not fi- trying to think of way. Cause you, you weren't even in the therapy business and now no. you are like, why do you care so much? Um, you know, I, I worked with a, uh, an activist online for a lot of years and we were just trying to educate people about really what's happening, um, around them. Now I'm not going to say we're not pro, we weren't pro or con anything. We were just, we were actually just information. Look, here's something to think about. But what I found was I wanted to end war. You know, I wanted to stop the bot and, and I got really, really frustrated with it. And I actually just walked away. I was like, you know what? I, I'm not going to do this. Oof. Well, then 10 years ago, my daughter was born and, um, Sorry. Um, Fine. That I have, I have a responsibility to her, right, and responsibility to your listeners' kids uh, to to make as clean and uh, counterbalance as much violence as I can. So that's where my passion comes from now. That thank you so much for sharing yeah, that. By the absolutely. way, absolutely. There's there's nothing more powerful. You know, then when you you find something and your desire is to help others, especially with Absolutely. a cause like stopping violence, like was, there's it's too much. Too much is enough. You know, it's, yeah. it's yeah. we should be we should all be fed up by now with yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually it's actually not even stopping it. It's really counterbalancing it. I love because that. If I start trying to stop it, the force that I'm using to stop it actually equals the force that is created by it, right? So I'm, uh, all I'm doing is equalizing out. I'm not changing anything. But if I try to counterbalance it just by grounding myself and creating calm and creating uh, a nice place to be, now we have something. Now I'm counterbalancing. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's a really good piece of advice. Maybe it's mm. not trying to tackle on something that is so big and you're trying to stop it all, you know, it's about counterbalancing that that's yeah. a really powerful statement absolutely um, i'm sure that's how you started writing your book um the catalyst experience it is it is um that was uh, another thing that i really to be quite honest with you i i wasn't a big fan of doing but i knew it was the next step and <laughs> i <laughs> i wanted writing to, a book oh my uh, goodness no. <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you i tell you it's it's a quite a job um but yeah that's that's why i wrote it was just to be able to share the story Wow. That's so cool. So run with me a little bit how it is. So let's say I'm a brand new patient with you and I I need help distressing myself is the first thing you do is you teach them the, the 30 second distressor. What exactly does that look like? Yeah. I mean, well, you know, it depends. It's different when I'm working with a client on the table or I'm working with a client at the catalyst, but it really starts about the same way. I listen to them. I listen to the story. I listen and at the same time, I'm feeling where they are because the resonance of what they're feeling, you know, I'm beginning because I've worked with it so long, I, I can kind of pick up where they are, right? So I know where to start. But one of the first things I'll do is, is teach this simple technique uh, because what happens is people, I've noticed since 9-11, um, I was a massage therapist for five years before then. And since then, people have become more and more and more stressed. They're literally clenching their muscles, right? And so 
I'll teach the technique just to counterbalance that clench. So now we have the ability to walk forward and, and whatever that is then to, to create some mobilizing something in the body on the table or mobilizing um, some fear or something they have working with the animals. Yeah. Right. Did I answer your question there? Oh, that, that was, that was, I actually, I love that when you, when you start talking, when you go on, it just shows so much more of your passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm thinking to your distressor, and I love that. I'm sure you tell people everywhere, like, hey, share this with people, right? Because that's the point, Absolutely. right? Get people. Yeah. If everyone was grounding themselves, like, that's, it's affecting everybody around them. That's, that's where you want to start, obviously. Um, so what, now that I've learned this technique, is, is there now something I should know or that you would like to tell our, our audience, our questers, um, the next step? Like now is it about learning how to prevent stress or is it learning how to make stress work for you or what's the idea? Well, I mean, I really think the idea is just awareness, simple awareness, because when you begin to see, Oh, look, when I do this, then whatever that was that was bothering me before it begins to decline, right? My body feels that I can relax into it more. And, you know, if you think about it, are you more effective if you're stressed or if you're relaxed, yeah. right? I mean, it's, <laughs> right. it's a pretty simple answer, right? So the I believe the end goal is just greater awareness about our bodies, about our abilities, and about how we're affecting this planet, how we're affecting each other, right? It, it, I think it all has to come back to that. And I mean, I hear these kindness campaigns, which is fantastic, but anything done not grounded it's really, I mean, it, it doesn't have the same kind of juice to it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get that. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. I, I really appreciate you um, teaching us that technique and going into detail about how that works and the resonance. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, your book. I, I'm really excited about going and checking out this book. I, I guess I wanted to ask why you picked the word catalyst. Um, for your website and for your book. Is there meaning behind that? Well, it's pretty simple. I have a really good friend uh, who is uh, my uh, speech coach. He's a business coach. He's a mentor. Uh, And he came down, he walked through the program with me and um, he's really great at naming things. And so he said, Hey, the catalyst. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, wow, that does sound pretty good. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, well, that's so awesome. It's a, no, um, no great buildup. It was just his, in, his ingenuity. <laughs> oh, that's fun though. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, tell me about some of the benefits you've seen. I mean, everyone knows like some of the more simple benefits of being stress-free, right? The idea yeah. of being stress-free is awesome. Everyone wants that. Everyone wants to be relaxed. But maybe we don't hear enough stories, success stories of how that's it really true. affects us like in relationships, in our family dynamic as a return veteran. Is there anything you could share with us um, that could maybe inspire some of us to take this more seriously? Well, I mean, it's, it's interesting because um, the program that I do, it's about 90 minutes. So it's not long and drawn out. It doesn't, you know, the combat veterans can come back as many times as they want and, and they often come back just because they enjoy the process. But I can tell you that out of the hundred plus veterans that I've worked with every one of them their fight, flight, or freeze response turns down almost immediately. 
Wow. And they're able to recognize that now they have an empowering uh, tool to turn that down themselves. Um, I have in my TEDx talk, I talk about a, a, one of my clients who uh, he had just come back. He had come back from war and literally just spiraled out and lost his whole family. He, he got a divorce. They kept his kids from him. He couldn't see his kids because of his own doing, which he, which he admits himself, right? Um, and it was just going on and on. And then the stress of the PTSD diagnosis, it was just, just really ramping up because the more he would try to solve it, the worse it got. And so he came through the program and literally in 90 minutes, um, it changes the dynamic, right? I just teach this. We go through, we go for a walk, we work with different animals and, you know, I, I do the same thing. I, I didn't have them try to bring up the stress and it becomes harder and harder. And this was one of the, probably one of the most remarkable moments I've ever seen. And that's why I use this in the TEDx talk. But he had got to a place where he was totally calm. And we were working with, at the time, we had a big Siberian tiger. And um, Balshoy was the tiger's name, had been pacing back and forth in front of us. And as uh, Jason, uh, use a false name, but as he grounded <laughs> himself, um, then he got to, of course, watch the tiger uh, slow down. And then the tiger just walked off and laid down by the fencing. Well, Jason went over and he knelt down and he just put his hand up just to brace himself against the fence. And when he did, this tiger reached up and put his paw right on Jason's hand on the fence. And you know, it was in that moment, man, that, that everything, I just watched his whole body just melt. And that's one instance. I mean, things like this, maybe not that dramatic, but, but, but the outcomes are consistent every time, the same outcome. So in a, in a highly stressful or a highly traumatic situation, what happens is, is information comes something called the reticular activating system okay it's in our brain it's in our spinal cord and information comes down through well the reticular activating system it decides is this right wrong is this alien or do we know this and as the information comes in um, we it makes that choice well if it's alien it kicks off the fight flight freeze response so think about a time where you've almost rear-ended someone and you and you didn't, but you like everything yeah. amps up, right? Heart rate, uh, breathing, everything gets harder. So what happens if you if you did that every day, almost rear-ended somebody, you're literally your fight, flight, or freeze response could get stuck on full throttle. And wow. that's what combat vets are experiencing. They come home, well, they've been juiced up to be in war, right? Yeah, All that's the, the time. Right. And nobody teaches them how to turn it down. Right. And so that's what happens. They get stuck in this place. So working with the senses and teaching the technique, what it does, it just literally turns down that fight, flight, freeze response. And it shows the reticular activating system that, OK, everything is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man, that is so powerful. And, uh, and yeah. we're talking about people who go and serve this country in ways that we couldn't fathom, right? They're going yeah. out there and they're sacrificing time, their lives even, um, for the benefit of the company. And they come back home 
and they're traumatized. They're stuck in this, this rut. Like you're talking about like this fight or flight response mode. And that's hard. That's hard yeah. on their families. That's hard on them. And that these kind this technique has helped them. That's yeah. just how powerful that is. And, and questers, I want you guys to take this seriously and, and go home and try this. And then share it with your friends. Talk to people about what Kevin's been talking about this whole time because this is really how you counterbalance the world, right? This is how we're, this is what the, the mission is here, the goal. Absolutely. Um, I love this. This, is, this has been so cool and so eye-opening um, because, I, I mean, all of us deal with stress. All yeah. of us, right? And you don't have to be a combat veteran to use yeah. this type of stress technique. Eh, you don't have to be like, man, I'm not stressed out enough to use something like that. No, of course not. Every day, like you were just talking about how you wear necklaces to remind you that you can, we got to wiggle your toes, you know, got to start focusing, yeah. got to, in, um, what, what, what's a good word for that? Indulge the, the, the senses in your body. Engage I guess. them. Yeah. Engage, engage them. Yes. Yeah. I like that so much better. Yeah. And it, it helps you on a daily basis. And so whether you're at work, whether you're, um, at home and for whatever reason you're stressed out, you, you can wiggle your toes. You know that how many seconds does that take? That's not a hard thing to do. Um, so I love this. Uh, my next question, actually, have you experimented this in youth, um, in, in people in high school or maybe elementary? Because I'm, I'm wondering now, are there benefits to help them with anxiety? You Absolutely. know, I want to hear more about that. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's for all of us because we're all built the same way, basically. Right. I mean, I've worked with kids. I've worked with companies, with corporations, because when you have some kind of stress, it affects everybody. Right. Um, my daughter, though, uh, God bless her. She's been my little science experiment for the, last uh, <laughs> the guinea. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I can tell you that even even when she was a toddler, she would fall and she would scrape her knee. And the first thing I looked down is she'd be with her toes. Wow. So that's what she does now, right? And that she understands that just engaging the senses and doing all that, that's what changes the dynamic. So I, I, I think that kind of the next phase is perhaps what I'd like to do is even get into school somehow just, yes. to, teach, you know, just to teach this dynamic and teach this technique because that's our future, right? That's, that's who we have. That's who's going to who are going to be running the world. Um, so um, right now, it's hard for me to have them at the catalyst. The age cutoff is about 12. Right. Because anything, anything younger than 12, they're small. And anything small now becomes... Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I can't break a tiger out of that dynamic. Once they, once they focus, um, you can't change it. So it just doesn't work. That's so funny. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that actually, but I love that, that your daughter would do that. You know, it's about yeah. finding, like we were talking about earlier, the simple solution to hunger and th the simple solution to stress, you know, absolutely, is, yeah. it can be this, you know, yeah. I'm sure there may be someone out there has found other ways to distress yourself. Very similar well, of maybe course. technique, but the idea is giving stress a simple answer. And that's what this can be for you questers at home. Um, and I know it's going to be something I'm putting into practice in my life because I don't really have a simple answer. Like, right. like you were saying before, like what, what is this, what distresses you? It's very subjective. And it, I guess in, in my mind, it's very dependent on the, what the stress is, but I need to make it more simple, yeah. not overcomplicated. And that's yeah. the, the power in it, you know? 
anyways. Yeah, um, and you can't make stress, again, you can't make stress go away. All you can do is counterbalance it. But when you counterbalance, what it does is it helps you navigate that stress with so much more ease. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And yeah, I guess that's another good point because people may be thinking like, oh, I want to learn how to make stress go away forever. You know, what's the technique? Yeah, how you lied to me, Kevin. <laughs> Uh, you know? I, think, I think I think you're dead at that point. I, I mean, that's that's truly the only solution. So. That is just yeah. a sweet release of death. Right. <laughs> but you're right. That that brings up a good point. You know, we're not promising that everyone their stress is going to just somehow vanish. You know. No, it's no, that's not it. it. I love. Yeah. That. Well, it's about counterbalancing again. Yes. Sorry. Uh, yes. Counterbalancing. Yeah, because um, you know you. If you have something that you can do right in that moment, right? Again, you begin learning this, and as soon as you need it, then it just happens naturally. It begins so, to happen naturally. Yeah, and once it begins to happen naturally, and you start getting into that mindset of "this is my simple solution," man, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. This has been so cool. And actually, I I want to ask you, like I ask all of my guests, um, because we're about to finish here, and I get excited. Um, but if you had the chance, you know, to speak to everyone in the world at one moment and you wanted mm. to just share one message, um, what would that message be? Um, that message would be that, that we have the capability to change the trajectory of this planet and wow. to do that with the simplicity of grounding and match that with random acts of kindness or not so random acts of kindness, uh, just being good to each other. That would be my message. I love that. Well, thank you so much, uh, Kevin, for being here with me on the podcast. It has been amazing. Um, also, I want to just thank you for having dedicated so much of your, your time, your life to trying to share this message with people, helping veterans who are coming home and anyone who's dealing with stress on a high level, low level, doesn't matter, right? It, it, it really is, is powerful. Um, so questers, I want to invite you guys to go check out Kevin. Um, Kevin, can you go ahead and share with us uh, your website um, and where we can find you if you're on social media? Absolutely. Uh, my website is catalystrefuge.com. So I'll spell it C-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T-R-E-F-U-G-E.com. And on there, on the um, landing page, there's a drop down. And it's a free PDF that's got this, that's got actually the technique um, that I had illustrated by a Disney illustrator. So um, wow. if they want to download, then they have it as a reference. Um, I'm on Instagram at Catalyst Refuge. I'm on Facebook at Catalyst Refuge. Uh, yeah, those are, those are the places. That's awesome. Questions, go give them a, a, a look. Check out his website. Um, I, I'm sure on the website too, that's where you can find uh, the book. And Absolutely. that's where they can go and purchase it. Um, and yeah, so uh, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. It's been a, a heck of a time. I love learning things like this. Um, don't forget that every Thursday we come up with a new episode and you get to see guests as awesome as Kevin. Um, and I invite you guys to never forget to subscribe and rate us and tell us whether or not you're enjoying this. You know, we like to hear your feedback. It's important to us. Um, and we want to keep finding guests who are going to motivate and inspire you and teach you things that maybe you've never really thought of before. Um, so thank you and have a great successful day. Bye.